Welcome to the Bills Backers of Kansas City podcast with Zach Face and that dude who looks like an illiterate Wolverine. Yeah. Randy, get over here. All right. We are live on Saturday, August 21st, two days after my birthday. So happy birthday to me. Well, happy birthday. And we've got Sports Rock 2 with us, Rochester represent, and uh, Zach is all these here as always, and I am uh, Dirty Randy, your debaucherous friend from high school. How's it going, gentlemen? It's going pretty well. Zach, how are you doing? Oh, doing pretty good. So, can't complain. Getting ready to have Bill's football on again, so. Preseason football. And you know what? This actually, I'm, I'm bringing this up spur of the moment, but who among us watched the Chefs play last night? Yeah, I watched it. I was laughing hysterically just seeing Chiefs fans get excited for Patrick Mahomes running the ball on on like third down, getting a first down, but taking a hit in the preseason game in the second quarter. I'm like, why are you like applauding that? He should be on the bench. Yeah, that was super weird. I feel like if I would be perfectly fine if Josh Allen never played a preseason snap again for the life of his contract. That's a lot of money. And I would be quite upset if we lost him in you know, the second quarter of a preseason game. I don't know how long he ended up playing, but I, I'd be perfectly fine if I never saw Josh Allen play another snap of preseason football for the next decade. Yeah, I yeah. agree. It was a uh it was it was kind of a whole thing that game. And I was I was at a bar watching it and uh the Chiefs fans were encouraging him playing and I'm like, why do you want to watch your quarterback play? He is a generational talent. You know he's gonna be good. They're like, well, he needs preseason. I was like, you went to the Super Bowl last year <laughs> with no preseason. <laughs> he doesn't need like, pre- And, like, for me, preseason is so much. It's not about, like, like I enjoy preseason. Like, I miss preseason football because, like, I don't enjoy going out and watching the starters. I enjoy going out and, wa- and, like, going to the stadium or sitting back and, like, being able to just kind of sit back and not really care what happens and not really be invested and just kind of, like, enjoy seeing not great football players play not great football and, like, not be overly emotionally invested and that's the best part of it all and if my quarterback's in there i'm gonna be a lot more stressed than i would be otherwise yeah it's it's um it's a whole thing so i i did have another thing i wanted to talk about today which is our 53 man projections because zach's been texting me nonstop. i'm trying to go to work like a normal human being and he's saying we got to do a 53 roster projection we got to do one and so we're going to do one today, live on air. I'm going to look at Sal Capaccio's roster, and I am going to pick names, and I'm going to tell you why they are going to make the team. <laughs> and I don't, I don't need to give you all my full 53. I think more so just some of the edge cases. Um, I think that's a more engaging content. So, Zach, who is your least favorite pay- player on the Bills right now? Oh, it's, it's without a doubt Edmonds. It's true. Zach Zach is a Tremaine Edmonds hater. It's well known. If you're watching this, Edmonds, I'm sorry. Also, why are you watching this? You have a game today. But, uh, uh, yeah, you, you hate Edmonds, which is weird because uh, he doesn't get that much hate on Twitter anymore. He gets a little bit of hate, I feel like. Oh, there's a motorcycle. That's the benefit of being outside so, in the morning. So here, here's my question. Is your take that just he's straight up bad or is it that – his fifth year contract is a bad value. Cause I think there's two, I think there's a space in between. I think the nuance gets lost on Twitter so much that 
He's a player who needs to play a lot better. But he's also an okay linebacker. But for it's not certain right now that what is his fifth year? 11 million, 12 million. Yeah. So are, are you saying that he's straight up bad? Or are you just saying that fifth year contract's going to be a really bad value for how good he actually is? So my thought process is I need to see way more out of him. It seems like he gets so much hype. I mean, he's made the Pro Bowl um, just based off name alone. And I, I think he hasn't performed up to what we expected to see out of him. And a lot of that could have been without star. Um, but I'd like to see a little bit more. We lost, of course, Lorenzo Alexander, who was a big mentor on our defense, and Kyle Williams as well. So Tremaine had to step up last year, and he didn't really do it in my opinion. Um, so I'd like to see a little bit more out of him this year in his fifth year deal or for his fifth year deal. So that's, that's my take on it, but I, I mean, I think that's fair. I think, I think that's an approach. I, I think there's a difference between wanting to see more out of him and saying like, he's a bad linebacker. Cause I think, you know, th- there's space in between there. I think there's things he's doing well. I think, you know, some things to keep in mind is he had that shoulder injury that we uh there was that shoulder hi brother bill um <laughs> yeah we want can, can you actually okay i'm i i feel like i i took one week off to start you know doing my pre-service for teaching and all of a sudden uh i missed something about a new sports rock 20 on on twitter i need to know who sports rock 20 I is I, I don't know who it is. I was really concerned at first. I saw it pop up, and I thought it was going to be one of those fake Nate Geary, fake Brother Bill accounts. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I don't want people out there with my emoji out here doing whatever the hell they're doing out there. But he's just out there kind of memeing and uh, and playing off my brand. It's fun. He seems like a he seems like a pretty fun guy. I, literally, I legitimately have zero idea who it is. I have idea of who it might be. Um he- uh, but I, I honestly have no idea, but it's been, they're, they're, they're a fun, harmless account. So if, I don't know if you're listening sports rock 20, but, uh, you, you've given me some really funny laughs and, uh, the Buffalo fanatics crew, we really enjoy your stuff too. So keep on whenever, what is it? Bogdan gives you that 15 minutes of internet. Keep it coming because we really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what was up with that. I just went and, uh, pulled this Twitter up yesterday and I was like, okay, he seems harmless. Doesn't seem like one of those yeah. guys I got to block because he's out here trolling. But we're watching you, Sports Rock Twenty, and if you turn, we will we will go after you as the mafia often does. Um, I'm surprised that no one has said who I think everyone's least favorite player on this team is, but I also think we'll make this team. Hot take. I want you guys to think who is the most unpopular player on the roster right now, like at this very moment. That might make that might make the team. Yes. I mean, Bobby Hart's very unpopular. I don't know if he makes the team. I, I don't know if that's the direction. That's my hot take. I think Bobby Hart makes, you think he team. makes the team. And I, I know, I know, guys, I know. I watched the tape too. He's not good. But I think he makes the team strictly because he is offensive line tent. Like, you don't get a lot of offensive linemen in this league that have played in the NFL. Um, that's my hot take for today. So. Everyone, just please please put it in my mentions and just uh, destroy me, if you will. There was only well, one I person mean, watching I when I said it. I think there's something to that. Go McDermott ahead, has said, like, McDermott's been, on, McDermott's been on record. I mean, not on record, but McDermott has shown before that he is willing, he, he uh, values 
snaps. He values starts. That's why we got three or four games of Brian Winters last year. And that's why we've thrown out guys like Jordan Mills and Vlad Dukas. And because McDermott has shown that if he has any kind of blind spot on the roster, it's kind of for offensive line at times. So I don't think it's a wild take to say that he might stick around, especially because Tommy Doyle didn't look a ton better in that game. And yes, he's a rookie. Yes, there, there's a lot of there's a learning curve there, and he's got a lot less time. And so I don't think it's the most wild outlandish take to, to assume that John McDermott might keep Bobby Hart around on this roster. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that Twitter will burn when that happens. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm here for it, and I'm, I'm ready to watch. Yeah, and I think the big thing that plays into this is just Dawkins being healthy. McDermott's already come out and said that he's nowhere where he needs, nowhere close to where he needs to be to play. And having somebody available, although it might be a turnstile in Bobby Hart, um, which as I, I believe it might have been uh, Joe Miller said something about that's at least a compliment because a turnstile at least has a little bit of resistance when you hit it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, it's it's kind of sad, but I think I kind of can agree there right now with the health of our offensive line. I mean, having somebody available to play is valuable to McDermott. But I have him getting cut just because I hate him. So <laughs> That's the most sound logic you've ever heard. You came here, folks, for that wisdom from Zach. I, I want him cut because I hate him. So if Zach ran the team, Tremaine Edmonds would be off the team. And uh, I'm trying to think of other people Zach hates. Did you hate on Wallace last year at some point too, Levi Wallace? No, I didn't hate on Wallace at all. That's good. I That's hated good on uh, our good old friend, our tight end, Dawson Knox, Dawson Drops. Oh, oh yeah, Dawson uh, Drops. We do we do have a nickname at our local bar for him. <laughs> um, does anyone have Hollister making this team for yeah, tight ends? I, I think if they keep three tight ends, I, I think he'd be the logical choice. You know, I think he could maybe take, you know, I think he's uh, competing with Reggie Gilliam for kind of that H-back, H-back fullback spot. He can kind of do some of the same things. This team likes to keep three tight ends. They generally keep three tight ends. Hollister, I think, is a little more unique than the other two guys on the team, just in kind of the versatility he brings. He wasn't, he had a role in that Seattle offense. So I think... I'm not going to call Hollister a lock, but I think if if I had to put money down on it, I, I would take Hollister making this team. Yeah, I, I have him making the team, and, and exactly to your point, my thought process was Gilliam or, or Hollister, and I ended up cutting Gilliam uh, and taking Hollister just because uh, I think you're right. They do historically like to keep three tight ends, and he does bring that H-back style of tight end to the oh, come team. On. Which... Come on, Randy. You know Sean McDermott likes to throw the ball deep to a fullback, like streak right down the field. I mean, we can't do that without Gilliam. We do need to bring back the Toldozer. Shout out Mike Tolbert. I had to get that one out there from Mizzou. Was he a Mizzou grad? I think he was a Mizzou grad. Oh, man, look who's here. Uh, Reed, breaking news, everyone. Reed Ferguson's best friend has entered the chat. So... I brought Dank on specifically uh, because I have Sports Rock on. And uh, Dank and him were supposed to gang up on some people on Twitter and get them kicked off the team, but they have failed to do so yet. So let's have him explain himself. Welcome to the show, Dank. 
Woo! Hello, fellas. How's it going? It's going well. And I did recently learn, because I watched your interview with Reed, that your name is Dan, which makes sense. I guess it's Dan Nepesky. Nepe- Nepo- no? I'm going to book Not it. even close, but that doesn't matter. It's, <laughs> forget it. Yeah, that actually, uh, my last name does start with a K, and when I was in, like, second grade, I would write all of my test papers with the, the last initial really close to my first name. My teacher had to say, like, you can't spell your name like that. It looks like Dank. It doesn't look like Dan K. So I was like, I'm going to remember that. I'm gonna rem- <laughs> Someday when I decide to take a really lazy alias on Twitter, I'm going to I'm gonna do that, and it's going to sound really cool. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. To- very happy I could just bombard you guys right in the middle of whatever you guys were talking about. So um, <laughs> we were, we were talking a game to- on today. There is. How how you feeling about that game today, Dan? Dank. Jeez. Uh, Chicago at Chicago preseason. I think this has the makings to be one of the greatest football <laughs> matchups of all time. I, I I think we're in for quite a treat. It's going to be quite a spectacle. I think Mitch Trubisky is going to drop a nice little birthday surprise on his former team and go three for nine for a hundred yards and it's going to be great and we're going to win by three and how many times what are we setting the over under at how many times they hand the ball off today i'm going to go let's set the over under at 36 handoffs i'm probably slamming i bet they will hand the ball off more in the preseason than they do in the entire regular season it's probably a safe bet probably a safe bet well i don't know i think they might come out maybe for webb and and from in the back end, but I don't know. I think Trubisky, I you know, Dable has a little bit of fu in him. I wouldn't be and a little bit of a sense of humor. I wouldn't be surprised if Dable comes out and and uh, lets Mitch have a little bit of his revenge game, even if it's just uh, a playoff game. Or excuse me, preseason game, not playoff game. Oh my god, we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get there in uh, in January. Uh, yeah, now, won't now be playing the Bears either. Who are you keeping an eye on today, guys? Who who are the roster positions, the battles that you're looking at? Uh, going up against Chicago, going up against Justin Fields, who has a decent arm um, from at least from what the first preseason game showed. And I do want to take the preseason pledge here on all these rookie quarterbacks. The hype is is getting a little out of control already. Mac Jones is the second coming of Tom Brady. Everyone, yeah. Just so, so is you Nathan know. Peterman. <laughs> yes. So that's exactly what I think of the preseason watching quarterbacks. I mean, you're going against very vanilla defenses. They're not scheming against you whatsoever, and you're just throwing the ball. And I'm not going to say I can go out there and do that because I would get sacked every single time. Uh, I don't have the reaction time to be able to do that. But I think any anybody who is at least in the NFL can go out there and somewhat perform against third stringers. They should be able to. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, but specifically, a battle that I'm looking at, for example, is I want to see Rousseau continue what he did last week. He kind of popped last week. He showed off a few times. I want to see a few of those plays. Like it doesn't have to be a ton, but like two or three of those plays that make you go, "Okay, that's why we drafted that guy." Yeah, I'd almost I, I, prefer that he kind of like underperform a little bit in the preseason, so people don't take the threat as seriously as he actually is, and they don't obviously start making their okay. We got to watch out for this guy because if I was one of our opposing offenses right now, I would be seeing what he just did uh, after 
the first game and expect it uh, when we go up against them. I'll tell you what a matchup uh, you don't have to watch out for is our lockdown, absolutely no problem position at long snapper. Reed, of course, <laughs> has just signed uh, extension uh, for three, four million dollars, making him the highest paid long snapper in the league for three years. So he is a lock. He's not going anywhere. He was this close to a nice little fumble recovery uh, last week, and you could tell how he just got a taste for it, and he's going to be out for blood this game. He's going to snap the hell out of that ball uh, and will single-handedly lead us into the Super Bowl this year. So, I I love that. Yeah, I mean, we can't have Dank get on here without plugging a Reed Ferguson thing. Uh, fun fact about that, Dank, Reed Ferguson was actually the first player that agreed to be interviewed by Zach and myself. So... He has a special place in our hearts as well. Well, what did you guys have to do to get him? Did you just, did you just ask? We just asked. <laughs> we didn't do a bunch of different tweets every day or anything. What crazy. the hell? I I spent like seventy days doing stuff. <laughs> it was good. And he just, oh man. I just, I just I just sent him a message and said, hey, you want to do this? It turns out it works. Jeez. Well, that's that's how nice of a dude Reed is. He's a he's a great guy. He's the rock of the team. He is. A, it is funny, like to think about what he he does, like his place in the team, and sees how hard and like you know his teammates must be grinding and and, and practicing and the things that they have to memorize. And on on the surface level, his position seems pretty simple. You know, <laughs> snap the ball. If he doesn't perform well or isn't there uh you know it's one incredibly costly error away from being a, a game you know making decision that that can define a a win or a loss so uh, yeah he's he's out there at practice just snapping the ball a hundred thousand times over and over again but there's a reason we paid him to do it and it's because he's the best in the biz and it's a very important position and i will have no slander uh, discounting any position on this team, any man on this roster, they are an integral part of this team, especially Reed, especially the long snapper. Reed, please answer my letters, lift the restraining <laughs> order, and we'll talk. We'll have, we'll hang out. We'll have a fun time. Yeah, this is great. I mean, come on. Reed, what are we doing I, here? I don't want you to think I have an agenda coming on here, but Reed, seriously, um, yeah, uh, stop calling the police on me. They know to expect me outside your house at this point. You're just wasting your time. Um, but that uh, now, now that said, how about skipping ahead to the next week, our first game back with a bunch of fans that are going to be there against the Green Bay team. Are you guys pumped or what? I am going to be at that game. I am so excited. Oh, dang. You're going to be at the game. So Green Bay, last time they played Green Bay in Buffalo, I was there. It was a fun game. That was the Bakari Rambo game. Oh, uh, man. That, that would have been like 2014, maybe? Yeah, it was. It was a while ago because the last time they played Green Bay was in Green Bay. Um, but, yeah, I, I love watching Green Bay and Buffalo play because they're just very similar cities except with opposite uh, sports tra team traje trajectories. See, do you notice how everything's in, in Green Bay is, like, going crazy right now with Aaron Rodgers and all that stuff and Buffalo is, like, coming up? We're never going to be on the same trajectory. You guys are big uh, fantasy players. Uh, love it. Love fantasy. I'm in four different leagues now. It's way too many leagues. Don't do it. Let me let me throw a hypothetical at you. Uh, you have the, the sixth pick in the fifth round, and Aaron Rodgers is still available. Do you take him? 
by the fifth round, that means you've already got at least your two, like two running back, two wide receivers. No, I, I wouldn't. I think that's just a bad pick. There's plenty of other guys that will be available at that point that can get you way more points. So, hmm. but he was the runner up, or no, he was the MVP of last year. Are you thinking he'll have MVP hangover, Zach? No, it's not that. I just think he doesn't have that valuable position for fantasy. I don't value him as much, especially in in my leagues with the way the point setup is for quarterback. Um, I, I'm <laughs> I honestly think that I'd rather have somebody like Allen or Lamar or. God, I'm going to say it, Baker Mayfield, um, than him on my fantasy team because I think there's more value and I can get other guys on my team in other positions by waiting a little bit. I'm going to go with the opposite. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, he's also 38. I mean, you know, I know Brady's going to be playing until he's 70, but I mean, there is there is a drop-off at some point. You know, he yeah, he won MVP next year, but, you know, that wall can can hit you hard at any moment. And it's different for different players just because some players have played well into their forties. Cause look, you know, look what Ben's doing. He played what he was playing well until he didn't. So I'm not saying it's coming this year, but you never know where that wall is going to come. There it is. Sports rock dropping the annual one of these days. Time will check, catch up to Tom Brady. <laughs> you, what you don't factor in is the man sold his soul to the devil and he will forever be a bane for us. As long as he has one, loss this year you know in that critical embarrassing humiliating law at least uh <laughs> when they're against us i'll be very happy yeah no we need the two losses though against us because you know that's they'll right. be in the super bowl this year oh I... okay i, I don't know he's, a... he's kind of an every other year guy but yeah you're yeah. right you're right while we're on discussions of quarterbacks how many quarterbacks do you guys have the bills keeping on the roster i got I two have... I, I, I think them. I, I think I think Webb's a great story. You know, Fromm's there. I, I I just don't with how deep other positions are right now. You know, I went into camp thinking, all right, it's only going to be five linebackers, and it's definitely going to be Terrell Adams. Well, now you have Andre Smith playing really well, who's a valuable special teams contributor. You have. You um Dodson playing well, like you could keep six linebackers. I pounded the table all year. That's only going to be six wide receivers because I've never kept seven. Could do you need to keep a seventh receiver this year? So I just think there's so many other positions. How are we going to cut any of these defensive ends? There's an argument to be made that you could go in with seven defensive ends on this team and have eleven defensive linemen. So I think with how deep they are at other positions, I don't think you can really justify keeping seven you know keeping three quarterbacks especially when you could easily probably keep them on your practice squad without much hassle yeah i agree and i think covid vaccine could have something to do with this as well um we don't know who's vaccinated at quarterback or things of that nature but i'm sure obviously mcdermott does and if if our quarterbacks are vaccinated they've got a little less concern of needing a covid quarterback um, and Jake Fromm like they did last year. So if that's the case, I think you can rock with two quarterbacks and not worry about it. Man, I'm I'm the only one who had them keeping three. I had them keeping Fromm. Um, I do understand the argument, though. I don't think if you expose Fromm to waivers, I don't think he's getting claimed. Does, but does keeping them mean, like, if, they're st- if they stay on the practice squad? 
yes, I would count that. But I who is who is eligible for the practice squad from our quarterbacks? I think they all for, all of them would be. Okay. Yeah, if they all want to stay there, and I don't know why they uh, maybe if they have a super explosive performance in the next two weeks, and they kind of are, are thinking, yeah, maybe I could. A performer land a starting job or a, or a second job somewhere else, but I, I think they'd all want to be right there for a championship caliber team and get to observe and, and work with Josh Allen and our coaches. So I think they'd all want to stay there. And I think there's no reason. I don't, uh, none of them have performed bad enough yet to, to warrant me saying, like, oh, yeah, we got to get Fromm out of there or something, you know? So this will be a good, this game is going to be a great, like, little test of that. So. Excellent, excellent. Um, so specifically this game, what else What else are we looking at? We got the Trubisky revenge game, which we kind of talked about. Um, going to be honest, I don't know too much about Chicago's defense I because we haven't played them in a while, have we? So I, I, I'm very Bill-centric, and I don't pay attention to the teams that we're not playing, which is horrible, I know. But that's why, that's why I, you're terrible at fantasy. Yes, it is. I, I mean, the, the reason, I mean, we, we dunk on Matt Nagy and we dunk on that team so much, but they've gone to the playoffs two years. Uh, I was t- judging our, in our BF group chat today was talking about, you know, Mitch was 29 and 21 as a starter, not because of him, but because of that defense. And you got Eddie Jackson and yeah, they just lost Kyle Fuller, but they got Akeem Hicks and, you know, a pretty decent pass rush on that team. And that's kind of been what their what their ink, what their kind of their buoy has been these last couple of years. I mean, they were a playoff team last year. They were eight and eight, but they were a playoff team last year. So their defense is, you know, the, almost similar to like that 2014 Bills team where <laughs> that offense is anemic, but it's keeping them afloat. Now, how many of those guys do we see? Do we see any of the, the fronts that they like to use? I, I'd imagine not. So, you know, I, I don't know how much of that will really come to play. I don't know if, you know, Akeem Hicks is older. I don't know if they're really going to play him much. So it's a good defense. I, I don't know how many of those guys we see. All right. Yeah. And there was talks earlier um, about defensive end position, just how deep they had or they've got, and I've got them keeping six. I've got Hughes, Addison, Epinesa, Rousseau, Basham, and Obata. Um, we, we seen a lot. Basham did not impress too much. Um, there was a lot of hype going into the preseason that he was going to perform more than Rousseau. Um, and I think Rousseau, obviously, with his sack has – I mean, people were excited about that. Um, but seeing Basham play all the way deep into the fourth quarter of that first preseason game kind of goes to show where he stands with McDermott right now. Um, but I still think he makes the roster. And like you said earlier, there's we could keep seven. Realistically, we really could. Um, it just depends on where they want to go with the defensive tackle position. Excellent. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm so bored watching these preseason games, but in the best possible way. Because this team, we know who's going to be playing for the most part. It's just a matter of those edge cases and those depth backups, um, which I think is why preseason has been excruciatingly boring this year. Um, I remember when I used to love preseason for 20 years when the bills were terrible because it was like that's because we we would stop playing uh, football in december instead of into late january and it had been so long since we've actually watched and cared about football at that point now we were already there just a few months ago it's like oh yeah we got to start playing again i think we're gonna be uh, doing that for a few years now playing late into january and hopefully early february 
and thank Ollie wanted to say hi, so he's he's been whining in the background. Yes, but there is Ollie, All the dog right. of friendship, and he, ah! he he doesn't ever look directly into the camera. Um, it's a it's a bit of you a, never get pets to do that. I don't understand. Yeah. He's a very special right. boy. I, I'm actually gonna bounce here in a second. I gotta get uh, some video editing done. I've got plenty of football memes and content on the way, guys. Thank you for for having me. And let me crash for for a second. Uh, if you guys want to check out the interview that I did with Reed, you can find the link to my YouTube channel on my Twitter, which is uh, KNUP917. And uh, there's a little charity shout-out we do in it. Uh, the Young Williams Animal Shelter in Knoxville, Tennessee, they were fortunate enough to be chosen completely at random to be our special charity shout-out. Uh, there's information about them in the description of that video as well. So uh, <laughs> thank you for letting me do my little plug. Uh, thank you for having me on. Maybe I can come on again sometime in the future. That would be uh, nice. I'd love well, to be you know, featured. You know, we might be able to get Reed back on, and maybe we cannot tell him that you're going to be on here with us and just boom. Ooh. I, I will do whatever it takes to make that exact scenario happen. I would love to just be everywhere this guy is and just make him roll his eyes. Oh, my God. He's, like, going to follow me everywhere. I love that. I love that idea. That's what a friend does. I want to be there for him, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Tank. Yeah. Oh, I cut him off. I cut him off. Oh, I brought him back. Um, so thanks thanks again to Dank. And, yeah, definitely check out that charity. It's a really cool uh, movement. Obviously, we love animals here at the show. Um, if you want to make your donation in denominations of 69, that's probably ideal. Um I know not everyone has $69.69. I know I don't. You know, teacher going into summer, we haven't been paid in uh, three months for me. So we're we're running on fumes here. <laughs> It'd be a nice donation. <laughs> it would be. You could even do $6.90 there. That's 69 and more in my budget. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm I don't know if I have too much more I wanted to talk about. I don't want to keep the keep the people watching a show that's just dragging on about nothing. But if anyone has any comments, questions, feel free to engage. Bring them bring them to us. Zach, you are so fuzzy right now. Your Wi-Fi must be going real well, bad. Yeah, I think they. Uh... Spectrum has been doing maintenance all throughout the week. Hey, so hey, it's hey, they, don't, they don't pay us, so we don't drop their names on the podcast. Oh, we lost. Yeah, well, we I'm going to talk some smack. Oh, well, you can do that. Yeah, if you want to use our use our leverage and just uh, attack them on the internet, that's what people do now. <laughs> was but it? Was yeah. it Dig? <laughs> was it Diggs who had the uh, tweet about the airline? I forget which one. Where he was like talking about one of the airlines really bad. Rate brother Bill's video this morning on a scale of one to Josh Allen. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Actually, I'm. I'm not doing my due diligence, but uh, I, without even seeing it, I'm going to tell you it is a Josh Allen by a billion. I mean, I I haven't even seen it, but it's always quality content for the wake-up call. Maybe that's why I'm not awake yet. I haven't seen the Brother Bill wake-up call. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. I woke up a little bit late after having some drinks last night and uh, then had to go get breakfast before getting this started my bloody Mary here. So um haven't got a chance to see it, but looks like we're going to have plenty of time to watch it before the preseason game. So are you watching the entire preseason game, Randy, or are you going to turn it off after like halftime? So it will be on my television 
for the entire time. Whether I'm actively watching or not, I won't be able to tell you. There are some times that I get just when those games get real tough, I'll just hop on my phone and scroll Twitter. Um, we'll see. It's I mean, so, it'll it'll be on. But, it's so I mean, hard honestly, to do that in a preseason game, though, because Bill's Twitter is so toxic, especially in a preseason game. <laughs> They're going to be talking so much smack about guys that completely deserve to be on this team. Like Harrison Phillips messes up. It's going to be cut him, cut him. I, I just I can't handle Twitter during the preseason. Well, yeah, it, it, it all depends if if Isaiah, I if Isaiah McKenzie has a good game, people are going to be up in my mentions. Uh, if Marquez if Marquez Stevenson has another big another big Guilty. go route catch, I am going to be incredibly insufferable. So actually, that was something. Okay, there's something I didn't bring up that I wanted to talk about. I have Stevenson making the team. This is a recent change. That is a recent change. Um, I think that Trubisky's going to have a pretty solid game. To answer my uh, M Rob's question, I think he'll play pretty solid. I because from what I understand, I think most of Chicago are, are going to be playing backups. Who knows? We don't really know until games. The game starts. But uh, I think he plays a quarter. To answer his question, I think he plays a quarter. Trubisky plays a quarter? Yeah. I wouldn't play him much more than that. I mean, if you're only going to keep two quarterbacks, honestly, you don't want to risk Trubisky getting hurt um, and then kind of let Fromm and Davis Webb duke it out and see who who possibly um, would want to go after them in a trade or something of that nature. God forbid, how great would it be if Sean McDermott gets a pick for Jake Fromm? I mean that would be fantastic. Yeah, you know, I'm curious to see how they treat this game, just because with three preseason, just like with the extra regular season game, my my internal football clock is is all off. With only three preseason games, you know that third preseason game was always kind of that dress rehearsal game where you're supposed to play your starters for a half. So now is this? Does this take the spot of that third preseason? Is the second preseason game the new third preseason game where you try to get most of your starters out there with a decent number of reps, one or two quarters of reps? Or is this going to be like a normal second preseason game again where you just, you know, you play your starters a couple series and then you you pull them? So I'm very curious to see how, not just how the Bills handle that, how other teams are handling that. And we talked at the top of the show that, you know, they the Kansas City kept – Patrick Mahomes in a little bit longer than they thought. So I'm just, I'm curious to see how all teams kind of handle this weekend and how they treat it. I think this weekend is very telling of which coaches in the NFL are a little bit more old school and which ones are a little new school. I think the newer school coaches are actually we're we're on that school, which is cool to be on the front, the leading edge of something instead of behind. But uh, this this preseason, the coaches who are keeping their quarterbacks, like if you have a franchise quarterback, that guy shouldn't be playing. I'm, I'm, I'm super new school on this. I know I used to be the guy who would say, Oh, you gotta get, you gotta get them warmed up. But last season changed that for me. There clearly does not need to be a ramp up period. Well, and, and it's nice having McDermott as a coach because he's such a, he's such a forward thinking guy. Like he's a football guy. Like he does the thing he puts dirt in people's locker and, but he's also, you know, a very forward-thinking guy. He gives vet. I don't know how common it is around the league, but you know, during during the week, he gives the regular season. He gives vets rest days. He gives Jerry Hughes rest days throughout training camp. He's been giving guys like Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, 
some of these older players, Mario Addison, vet rest days. So it's clear that, you know, Sean McDermott values rest and values injury protection, maybe more so than, you know, the, the Dan Campbell's of the world or some of these other kind of meathead football dudes. So it's nice that not this, that we think, you know, on the front end that McDermott's a very forward thinking guy when it comes to rest and recovery and, and game preparation. Yeah. I think, I think what I like about this regime in general is they, they listen to their sports scientists. And as a science teacher myself, I appreciate people who listen to sports scientists or scientists of any kind. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> so I just saw the bills tweeted out all love for for Mitch Trubisky in Chicago. He's going around signing all these Chicago jer- like his old jerseys. I find that great. Like they're praising him right now before he tears apart their defense, goes right down the field and gets a touchdown. Zach Nobody hands the ball off better than Mitch Trubisky. Nobody. That is one of that is one of my favorite chants from our bar. Nobody hands the ball off better than Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> so Oh. Man, what do we do? We have anything else? We're about an hour from game. I mean, hour twenty from game time. And heck, the way these the preseason games seem to be going, they start at one o'clock Eastern or twelve uh, Central, and they start, but they they don't actually start until about fifteen minutes after that. It seems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't have a whole lot more. All right. Anything well, cool. you want to promote or anything of that nature? Just make sure you check out. We have our 585 Report podcast actually dropping in uh, 20 minutes here. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, it also drops on YouTube along with all the other great Buffalo Fanatic stuff that's live every day of the week with Judge, who's in the mention. Make sure you check out Air Raid Hour. Make sure you check Smoke Break on Wednesdays. And make sure you check out Rico Report and everything that we got going over on, on BF. Yeah, love the content community. I, I listen to it all the time. Um and between that and the radio in the morning and listening to like Howard and Jeremy on, on my drives to work, I am just listening to the bills all day, every day until February 4th <laughs> or, or whatever, whatever day the Super Bowl's on. <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Well, as always, go bills, go bills, go bills, gentlemen. <laughs>